Um, I, I happened to get this uh, email from Benchmark uh, Physical Therapy, and um, it's an email that kind of caught my attention. Usually I just delete them. Um, but uh, this one said, benefits of manual therapy. I was like, hmm, benefits of manual therapy, that's interesting. So let's see what they have to say about benefits of manual therapy. So I read a whole bunch of things, and then I read this. It said, um, physical therapy and manual therapy techniques can help patients see treatment with over 100 conditions, but some of the most common conditions that are treated with manual therapy fall into several categories, which include shoulder pain, lower back pain, knee pain, migraines, headaches, thoracic spine pain, jaw pain, hip pain, and ankle pain. Be a pediatric chiropractor. Be a pediatric chiropractor. Because you don't compete with anybody. Right? There's nobody doing what I'm doing. There's nobody doing what some of my fellow colleagues in the ICP are doing. We are in our own special, unique brand, right? I don't want to compete with this. Not that that's the reason why I don't, you know, do this. But it's, it, let them take that, right? I'm telling you, and, and you might think this is, you know, crazy, but maybe I am. I, back pain is kind of boring. Like, I'm absolutely grateful for getting adjusted, like, because it helps, you know, as a, I've had sports injuries, and, you know, I, I played hockey for 40 years, so I absolutely appreciated getting adjusted after a, a serious hockey game, because <clears throat> it definitely helped keep me going and allowed me to play for 40 years. But it's really not my thing, right? Not that it's bad or wrong, and if it is your thing, and if you, that's great. I'm just telling you, there's a lot more competition in back pain, neck pain, headaches, thoracic spine pain. There's a lot more competition in that than there is building your own niche in pediatrics, right? Pediatrics, to me, is where it's at. That's why, like, the ICPA club is, like, one of the most popular clubs on campus because pediatrics is where it's at now. <clears throat> and then just to kind of make you think a little bit more, so here's – I read articles. Oh, look how cute a puppy. Uh, I read articles all the time. I love reading journal articles. I'm a journal junkie. And this um, is just an article that I found related to this one article. Newfound brain network could be missing link between psychiatric illnesses. And look what it says. Here, I think I highlighted it down in the bottom. Oh, it didn't, but it says here in the bottom here, uh, psychiatric disorders are brain disorders. And now we're beginning to have this tools to study and modulate their underlying circuitry. This is what we work on. I don't work, I, I'm working, this is, if you think about it from the same perspective, right? So this, these psychiatrists are saying, right, this isn't a chemical disorder. This is a brain disorder. That kid comes into you with autism or ADHD or learning disorders or colic or reflux or latching and nursing problems, all these kind of things. That's not a, you know, disorder of a lack of Pepsid or a lack of Prozac or whatever. It's a brain disorder. It's the same thing, Right. But here we are, like, this is the thing that, that boggles me. <clears throat> here we are in chiropractic, and there's a lot of pediatric naysayers out there. You know, just like the subluxation deniers, right? There's all these pediatric naysayers. You shouldn't be adjusting kids, blah, 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 because, you know, blah, blah, blah. right? Whatever Michigas they want to say about why we shouldn't adjust kids, 
Well, then psychiatrists are saying that now they're saying it's not a chemical disorder, it's a brain disorder, right? And, and they're trying to come up with ideas of how they can get to the brain. Well, why shouldn't we get to the brain? Because that, isn't that what the, if you touch the spine, what are you really touching? You're touching the beginning of the nerve system. <clears throat> so I look at something like this, and I look at an article like this that says, from Nature, which is a pretty big journal, a transdiagnostic network for psychiatric illnesses derived from atrophine and lesions. Psychiatric disorders share neurobiology and frequently co-occur. That's right. That's right. They share psychiatric disorders, share neurobiology. What do we work on is we work on the neurobiology. Our conduit, our entry in is the brain and the nerve system through the spinal cord and the cranium. But what we really are, according to this kind of little thing here, is I'm working on neurobiology. I'm a neurobiologist. If you want to really put it into something, I'm a, I'm a neuroplastic neurobiologist. Right? That's what we do. I'm not just cracking backs. I'm not popping balls. I'm a, I'm a neuroplastic neurobiologist. I put new novel input into little brains and nerve systems and I watch their neurobiology change because of that new and novel input. That's like so exciting to me. Much more exciting than this. Like what kind of conditions do you treat with manual therapy? You know in the ICPA we don't talk about conditions. We're salutogenically based. Right? So we're not a condition-based thing. You don't see in any of you, if any of you guys are doing the ICPA program, you're not seeing like, you know, how to take care of you know, this particular condition because we're not condition-based. We're, we're taking care of kids. We're making these kids function better. We're making their, their, their nurse system function better. <clears throat> so if they have trouble nursing, the question to ask is not how do I fix their nursing problems, is how do I look at this child to get their brain to understand that I'm supposed to be nursing normally? They're having colic and reflux. The question to ask isn't like, what, what sort of substance should I give them or what, what et cetera, is going on with, with this kid's stomach? So why don't you ask the question, what, why is this kid not able to take in food and recognize it as something good? That's what I want you to think about. I want you that this class is to train you into thinking way past where you've been trained already. Not that certain mechanistic thought processes are very important, but this isn't even vitalism, right, which is kind of wellness. And I'm not really a giant fan of the word wellness because I would prefer to think of neuroplasticity. And I'm a neuroplastician. And my goal is to improve the neuroplasticity of my patients. I much prefer that than wellness. Wellness, I think, is overused. There's all these medical centers called wellness and all these drinks called wellness and all these vitamins called wellness. And wellness is overused. It's just like, just it's vomited now everywhere. So now wellness has no meaning, right? I want you to start using your words wisely. And understand when, if you got physical therapists out there, and there's more than them than there are us, you got physical therapists out there who are competing for the same back pain people, and, I, and you wonder why some of your friends who have graduated before you, who have opened up their own practices or are with associates, and they, they, I'm having a hard time getting patients, it's because this is, this is saturated. 
You got PTs doing this. You got OTs doing this. You got manual therapists doing this. You got osteopaths doing this. You got massage therapists doing this. You got Reiki practitioners. You got all these people doing this. How, who's working on the brain and nerve system of kids' spines but us? Right? This is like, there's, there's like a no limit thing to this, especially when you consider that it's been an 800% increase in autism since 2000. Right? They're, 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 one in five kids has a mental health disorder, like I mentioned last week. One in five kids. That's, I don't know how many kids there are. Someone Google this. How many kids there are in the United States, but one in five of them has a mental health disorder. So whoever's Googling it, tell me how many kids there are in the country, and then tell me what one in five is. What's like, you know, what is that, 20%? What's 20%? And tell me you can't build a practice on that 20% of however many millions of kids that is. Right. 26.2 million children between 12 and 17 in the U.S. Okay, so 26. So it's a what's 20 percent of 26 million is five. Yeah, five million. Right. So you got five, 10 million kids that we can work on because that's just the 12 to 17 year olds. Right. So imagine how people are are. I'm getting this all the time from you guys coming up to me and saying, "Well, my practice management person or my." coach or whatever said i shouldn't you know get involved with pediatrics because there's no money in it and there's no future in it i'm like what are you kidding this is the future forgetting about the fact that you're working on the future by working on the kids but this is the future the future is in pediatrics the 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 back pain and neck pain all that kind of stuff that's always going to be there right and it's always going to be this big competition but nobody's looking at what we're looking at. Nobody's doing what we're doing. This is the kind of stuff that I think we all should be super vigilantly focused on.